Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 105, which we are recording on Tuesday, January 5th, 2016. It is here. I know. I have such a good feeling about this year. (laughs) Uh, It seems like a lot of people do. Yep. I think it, I don't know. I just have a really good feeling. Before we go any further, I'm Charlotte. Oh, sorry. And I'm Dale. (laughs) I got so distracted by a new year. And welcome to the podcast. Yeah. What are you wearing? I am wearing today, I am wearing my Ease, which is a sweater by Alicia Plummer. It is a sweater that I knit, uh, let's see, November of 2013. Actually, it took me a couple months. According to Ravelry, it took, I didn't finish it until January of 2014. So, wow, almost. Two you must have been knitting ago. a bunch of stuff in between. Well, it never takes and you that it's over the holiday season. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, two years but ago. Two years ago, I think wow. I bought the yarn for mine that year at Stitches, and I wear mine all the time. It's my wearable sweatshirt at home. Yeah, that's what I wear mine for. Mine is made in Malabrigo Rios, which Gail and I were just talking about yeah. before we recorded. This is one of my favorite yarns. And I'm always looking for an excuse to buy a reason. More. <laughs> Not an excuse, a reason. Well, it's just, I always think, oh, I don't really need another worsted weight sweater. So that's that's why I haven't bought more of it. But I'm thinking about it anyway because it's I awesome love it. yarn. And <laughs> the reason I always find myself thinking I shouldn't buy more is because it's super wash and it's going to stretch a lot. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't matter. No. In the long run, because yeah. you just pop it in the dryer, it right. shrinks back, and then you're happy. Right. So, I love that base. I just love Malabrigo yarns in general. They're well-priced, beautiful colors, and great yeah. bases. Exactly. Exactly. So, the interesting thing about this batch, this particular batch of Malabrigo Rios, which is the Cumparsita colorway, is that this is the second sweater that I made with this yarn. I don't know if you remember. I remember, I had a cardigan with a cabled collar knit in this yarn originally. Really liked the sweater, but never wore it. And I could never pinpoint. There was something about the styling of that sweater. It just didn't go with... It stayed in the closet. Yeah, it stayed in the closet. But the yarn... As I said, I love it. It was too precious to leave unworn. So, reappeared as an ease by Alicia Plummer. And like Gail said, this is an easy sweatshirt replacement garment. So, it does get a lot of wear because we're actually having a weather and we're having winter-like weather. (laughs) Well, today it's almost 60 degrees, but it's raining. But it's raining. Thank goodness it's raining. Yeah, so, it's fun. Nice. (laughs) How about you? What are you wearing? I am wearing my Traveler tunic again, which is a recent finish that I did. It's a pattern by Hohi Locatelli. And I think I mentioned the last time I was wearing this, that this is becoming one of my most worn FOs Mm -hmm. just because it goes over everything and it's super comfortable. It's an A-line tunic and I knit it a little bit longer than the pattern stated and it just... It goes over all of my leggings and it's in a light gray, so it matches everything. And it just is so comfortable to wear. And yet it heightens my style quotient just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a cotton hooded, you know, pilled up nightmare, which right. is something I might also wear, not out in public necessarily. But I was peeking over the table when Gail said it goes with her leggings because she's got really cute gray, black, lime green leggings yep. i bought these with you too. yeah remember? that's what yep. i thought and the way the colors go it they're somewhat stripes but they're really short color repeats so it almost looks like they're made out of a variegated yarn it does it does <laughs> and when i put the tunic on with them today this is the first time i think i've worn these two together and i thought oh my gosh these leggings are almost made to go with this yeah. tunic i couldn't not wear the tunic after i decided <laughs> i had to wear these tights they're fleece lined tights so they're really warm and really comfortable and they just go with a lot of things especially this tunic so there we go i'm wearing it again awesome (laughs) so what have you been stalking see we haven't had a quote regular episode unquote in a while because we had that awesome interview last episode with rachel 
which we did in advance of the actual release date. So we haven't recorded an episode where we get to talk about actual current stocking and knitting in a we while. We haven't. So what else am I stocking? A couple of things. Of course, aren't I always? <laughs> the first one is just a random accessory I found over the Christmas break when I was stitching up some Christmas presents. It is called Mason Jar Bear Cozy. Have you seen this one? I the panda one. Oh no, I hadn't. This seen one that is one. really cute. Aww. It is a crocheted cozy for a mason jar, mason style jar that size, and then it has a little felt muzzle sewn in place, black button eyes, and a little embroidered nose. Two little ears crocheted on. Very cute. Probably a lot more work. A lot more finishing type work than one needs for a simple jar or cup cozy, but it's really sweet and I've had my eye on it and I'm probably going to make it, folks. Well, it won't take you very long either. That would it be won't very take quick, me very long. Especially with since it's crochet. Yeah, it won't take me very long and it's just so sweet. So that is a free pattern available on Ravelry written by Patricia Castillo really like that one there are only 15 projects so that could be fun second thing i am stocking is a sweater pattern that was actually free over the holidays now did you guys notice that there was a flurry of freebies over the holidays people were giving out coupon codes or making their patterns for free and this was one of those that I happened to see. It is called Thursday Special, and the designer is Elena Nodell. I don't think I've knit anything by her, have you? I can't remember. I think I may have. The name sounds not, familiar yeah. to me, so I think we may have, one or the other of us may have stocked something by her in the past. She mostly does just by looking at her pattern page it looks like she has mostly released patterns for children previously and this is a new pattern released in october of 2015 so just this past october and there's only 28 projects so it hasn't been knit a lot but like i said it was free over the holidays and i really like this style it's open front cardi once again this one is also a worsted weight sweater, so possibly another sweater that I could knit Rios. with Rios. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, Rios is the yarn that is called for in the pattern. It's got lace fronts, pretty basic, loose fitting. It looks like something that everybody is just wearing it over t-shirts, so the kind of basic sweater that I wear all the time. And then the last thing that I am stocking, I know that we've talked about this before because Gail has made it and I've probably stocked this before and just have never gotten around to making it, is the star shower cowl. Did I say that right? Star mm -hmm. shower <laughs> cowl <laughs> by Hilary Smith Callis. Now, Hilary Smith Callis has several cowls that seem to be knit in the same fashion where you can wear it as a cowl or you can pull it down over your shoulders. And Gail has knit it it's previously. Hybrid, hybrid yeah. yes. And Gail has knit it previously and highly recommends it. You really like yours, don't I you? I really do. She has several that are available in different weights. Fingering weight being my favorite for yarn. I gravitated towards that, so Star Shower is the one. And I think I am going to cast it on in a gradient yarn. Gail and I bought one skein each of a gradient yarn from a dyer named Cauldron. From, fresh from, fresh the cauldron. from the cauldron. I it. had the name in my head, and then all of a sudden I just went blank. But I, did I said the cauldron because <laughs> I knew if I said cauldron, it would come to me. Yep. So the dyer is fresh from the cauldron. I had never previously heard of this dyer, and to be honest, I don't think I've heard of the dyer since. But they did have a really nice 
booth at Stitches West Gorgeous last stuff. year, oh, yes. 2015, with many, many samples, many, many colorways. And I'm really excited to cast on something with this yarn as soon as possible, because what if Stitches comes around and I want more? <laughs> I just, as you were saying that, I was thinking to myself, oh, no, I haven't knit that yet. And what if I want to buy more? <laughs> right. And I've been wanting to use this yarn because it's a gradient and every it's time so i see pretty. projects knit in gradients i swoon Ooh, i love the gradient so that's that's where my gradient is going to go and it I will hope, be beautiful in star I, Tower. I hope to cast that on it actually was going to be my new year's day cast on for the self-indulgent knit along but because i was knitting 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 on my other project and having so much fun yeah. knitting knitting on this other project that i have not cast it on yet but it is going to be one of my self-indulgent projects because i, I had two planned so yeah, i can't wait to see how that pattern and yarn go together because it's going to be beautiful i hope so because the main reason why i haven't use that yarn is because you get that feeling when you have a yarn that you really love you to get save that it for something yes, special it, it's almost too good to use kind of feeling and you have to find the perfect pattern and i need to get over it and just use the yarn and make something lovely yeah, that's what i'm having that syndrome with that yarn for sure every time i see patterns i think oh Will it work? Oh, it's not quite what right. I want. It's not perfect. Yeah, well, when am I ever going to find exactly what I want? I mean, come on. I'm doing an emergency split, spit splice of my yarn because there was a knot in my skein and I didn't have any scissors, so... I had motions to her while I was talking with making little scissor <laughs> we doing, motions with my yeah, fingers. We're saying, doing knitting sign language. <laughs> this is the international symbol for do you need scissors? <laughs> Instead, I'm slobbering all over my yarn. Okay. And so while Gail is rubbing her splice together, I Done. will ask her, what are you, you stocking? Okay, so I am stocking things for the self-indulgent knit-along. I've already cast some projects on which i'm super excited about but there are others that i want to do as well so i've mentioned all of these before on the podcast so super quick refresher <laughs> arabella which is a beautiful oh, cabled yeah. finger knit sweater fingering weight sweater by the designer ann mccauley and this was something that i spotted so i loved the sweater when it came out and at stitches last february Anne McCauley was there in person, and I saw her from across the room, didn't know who she was, saw the sweater and nudged Charlene. I'm like, oh, look at that sweater. Look at that sweater. I didn't remember the name of it at the time, I don't think. But she saw me pointing at her and came walking over and introduced herself. She is the that designer. so gracious of Very her. nice of her. And we saw her two days, and she was wearing the sweater knit in two different yarns. So we saw it That's in two right. different yarns. Yeah. Love it. So that is going to be one of my self-indulgent knit-alongs. I'm going to use Tosh Merino Light in a beautiful pink called Molly Ringwald. And I have a little story about this yarn. Yes. A hazard, a, a buyer beware. So I bought this yarn about two and a half years ago on a D-stash. And I've never, ever experienced a problem with yarns I've purchased by D-stash. And I've purchased so many skeins of yarn on D-Stash. Mm -hmm. But when Josie went to wind this for me during the Christmas break, I pay her to wind yarn for me so I can knit instead. She said, Mommy, I don't know what's going on with this yarn, but it I didn't cut it. But look, it's cut all over the place. It wasn't cut. It had been attacked by some sort of bug. And I consulted Jess, who is Delphinian, who is a great contributor to our group and also knows a lot about little critters and she speculated that it's carpet beetle damage and she suggested that i deep freeze the skeins deep freeze them for several days thaw them for a day or two and freeze them again alternatively if the weather was hot i could have put them in a plastic bag put them in a very hot car for a few days and also eradicated any larvae that might have been in the skein the super interesting thing was there were four skeins in this Ziploc bag. They were all ziploc so it was well segregated from all of my other stash. 
but only one skein of the four had any sign of damage whatsoever. So what it looked like was that the yarn had been weakened in places. There was no definitive cut. I'm making the universal scissoring motion again. <laughs> there was no definitive cut, but it was like you could just barely pull on it and they, the strands separated. So my good friend Melissa has a deep freezer and she did treat the yarn for me. And now that it's back in my hands, I can swatch for Arabella. But that's why that wasn't my first cast on for the self-indulgent knit was because the yarn was being deep frozen to eradicate any little carpet beetle bugs that were still in it. Very odd experience though, because I've never had any yarn or knit objects that have had any kind of critter damage. So it was an interesting learning experience. And if you have any nervousness about de-stashed yarns, freeze them and or heat them up to the temperatures that bugs can't survive. So that's Arabella. The next one I'm stocking is Spectrum, which is the striped shawl slash wrap by Hohi Locatelli from her new collection. And I have the yarn all wound up for that and ready to go as well. The other one that I'm considering, I don't think I can knit all of these things during our knit along, <laughs> but I did, I was so good the whole last quarter of 2015 and bought very, very little yarn. Most of the yarn I bought was at our local yarn shop. And some of that was Malabrigo Rios, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I did buy some de-stash yarn. Madeline Tosh Tosh Lace is a discontinued yarn, so you can only get it on de-stash. And I was cruising Ravelry, as you do, and saw someone was de-stashing a skein of her Tosh Lace in Coquette, which is one of my favorite Tosh colors. It's that beautiful jewel tone pink. And I thought, oh, maybe a lily pelly would be beautiful in lace weight instead of fingering weight. That is a rectangular wrap pattern by the designer Amba O'Brien. We've talked about it on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. Several of you are knitting it and it's always so pretty. And so I got to looking at all the de-stashes and someone was de-stashing her coquette. Someone else was de-stashing smokestack, which is a very light neutral gray and leopard, which is a very dark, dark, dark gray, almost black. So I bought the three skeins on D-Stash to knit a Lily Pilly, and I'm super excited. And you know what's super funny? I went back, because I bought the pattern during the Indie Gift Along sale. Mm -hmm. So it was 20 or 25% off at the mm -hmm. time. And I looked at the pattern, and I looked at the pictures, of course, and I didn't realize until after I bought my yarn, her sample is knit in Coquette and in, I think it's Onyx and maybe Antler. So I pretty much copied the designer. You're subliminally. Yeah, completely <laughs> unintentionally because I thought I was looking at the pictures and I thought, wow, that almost looks like it could be Coquette. So I looked at her colors and sure enough, I completely copied influenced. her. Wow. Pretty funny. And I'm also stocking all the hats. I have this overwhelming urge to knit small instant gratification projects right now and I want to cast on a hat pretty badly, but I haven't done it yet. I actually have a skein of yarn in my bag and needles right now. I was thinking of casting one on while we're recording, but I didn't. So hats, hats, hats. They're coming up soon. I can feel it. I need to collect a pile of hats and donate them because I've just been sitting on... I have another stack of hats, so... Well, I will need to donate those soon. What about the charity event at Stitches? I can't remember which it is. Halos for Hope. Possibly. Some of, a lot of mine, I think, are wool, though, and I don't think they oh, want Oh, that's wool. right. I can't remember. Different, different groups have different needs, and I don't remember what their particular request for fiber is. I'd have to look. Oh, why don't I start a thread in the group? And people who have... If you have a local charity in your area that accepts things like this, please let us know where it is and what types of fiber they accept because I also often will knit something in a fiber that you can't just donate to charity because mm -hmm. it's not superwash, but other places may accept those, especially yeah. areas where it's really, really cold. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I will open a thread and let's all exchange some ideas about that. That, that might great. be really helpful. Yeah. So what are you knitting? In my hands, I have my first project 
for the self-indulgent knit along and boy is this self-indulgent because <laughs> let me tell you there are a lot of stitches in this project she has a little bit of a crazy look on her face <laughs> a little wee bit crazy for my first project for the self-indulgent knit along i chose the biggest thing out there to knit <laughs> It is the big old coat that you heard me talking about when we reviewed the new Hohe Locatelli Authentic Collection a couple episodes ago. It is big, it is in worsted weight, and it is dark purple, and it's so it pretty. is lovely. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It will be. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Big old coat is... Well, it's knit in a six-row pattern repeat, and because there are so many stitches at the point where I am now, it takes a long time to get through one row, so it takes a long time to get through one repeat of six rows. So this one will be going for a while, but I'm enjoying it. You've made significant progress. I have. I have. I had a lot of knitting time. Well, I shouldn't say a lot. I had, we watched a lot of movies and such over the break. I keep saying the winter break, and that's because my kids were off of school. So it was kind of a break for us. And we did. We watched a lot of movies. And I just, I tried to knit as much as possible. I, you know, not always, it doesn't always happen. And some nights I just fell asleep. But (laughs) (laughs) the, Big old coat is knit from the back of the collar, and then you knit around to the front of the collar, and then you knit down the back, and then you knit fronts, and ultimately you join it all together. And so I am at the point where I have joined the fronts and the collar and the back together, and I'm knitting down. So I'm getting a few rows into that and then I'm going to go back and knit my sleeves so that I know exactly how much yarn I'm dealing with to determine my length. I don't think it's going to be a problem. I think that I have more than enough yarn. I have three skeins of Miss Babs Yowza yarn in the lilacs colorway which I am loving knitting. It's really (laughs) And I was I, I didn't know what I was going to do with this much Miss Babs. I just acquired it very, very recently. Mm-hmm. A friend decided that she was going to de-stash this yarn and subsequently gave it to me. I was stunned because she couldn't find a use for it. And her daughter didn't want anything that was this much purple, I suspect. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, me, I don't mind. So we'll see how long it takes me. It might take me a while, but I'm enjoying it. And so that's what I am knitting for now. That's pretty much the only thing that I have knit on for the last week at least, because I was knitting a few things that you'll hear about later on before the holiday. So how about you? What are you knitting? Well, right now in my hands, I am knitting on the Times Square, which is a pot pocho poncho slash vest by Nora Gone, and I have wanted to knit a Nora Gone pattern for a really long time and this one caught my eye as soon as it was released and it's super interesting construction. You knit basically a rectangle and the rectangle has some texture on either side and stockinette in the center and then you end up picking up stitches along one edge of the triangle and then on the opposite end of the triangle, and then you seam those two parts together and that goes over one side of your shoulder while the textured rectangle goes over the other part of your shoulder. It took me a while to wrap my head around the construction, (laughs) even after I purchased the pattern and looked at the schematic and everything. I just couldn't quite figure out, how does she do that? Well, it's really so straightforward as to be crazy. That's why it was so easy I couldn't quite figure it out. I was making it much more complicated than it needed to be. I am using really old stash. I had have several skeins of beaver slide worsted 100% merino wool in a color called snowberry. Really pretty. It's super pretty. It's like a tweedy looking Mm -hmm. yarn 
And it's in a really light pink, and I think you all know that I needed to get pink on the needles desperately. You that. <laughs> and this fit the bill. The only problem is that I'm not really enjoying knitting it. I don't know if it's a combination of the pattern and the yarn. I almost feel like it's maybe too dense of a fabric. I started out with bamboo needles, and that just, I was dragging the yarn across the mm. needles, like heaving it. So I changed to metal needles, sharper metal needles, which helped a lot. But I don't know. I don't know what it is about the knit that I just am not drawn to knitting it. The, the yarn, it's not that it's not soft, but it's kind of, I don't want to say pebbly, because that's not the right way to describe it. It's like a two-ply, so it's not quite as plump and round, I guess, as my hands want. So I'm not disparaging the yarn in any way, because I really like the yarn. But I'm going to continue, because I really want the F.O., so that again is the Times Square by Nora Gone. And I also cast on two projects for the self-indulgent knit along. I was super <laughs> excited to cast on a test knit sweater that I'm knitting for the designer Yelena Dasher, who is Y Malcolm on Ravelry. I've talked about her many times. And this sweater is a top-down mock turtleneck that has elbow-length sleeves, and I am using Neighborhood Fiber Company's Rustic Fingering, which is a single-ply fingering yarn in the colorway Mondamin, and I probably mispronounced that, but it is a vibrant, in-your-face, amazing pink. It's just so, so pretty. And the sweater is knit in pieces to begin. So you cast on for the right back, then the left back, then you join. And then I'm going to pick up stitches for the right shoulder, then the left shoulder, and join the fronts. And then once you get past the underarms, you join it to knit in the round. And I'm just loving knitting with this yarn. It is knit on very small needles, which after finishing Mike's sweater, I didn't really want to use <laughs> small needles for a while. But I'm enjoying the yarn and the knit so much. It's all stockinette, so it's pretty simple. Mm -hmm. So enjoying that a lot. And that, again, is a test knit by Yelena Dasher. And I believe the pattern name will be Trademark. And the third thing I cast on is a cowl. So Charlene just mentioned she wants to cast on the Star Shower Cowl by Hilary Smith Callis. Well, I cast on the Adama oh. Hybrid. So this is similar to the Star Shower, but it's in worsted weight. Oh, and okay. I am using Malabrigo Rios in the Teal Feather colorway, which is a beautiful... Oh teal as the name implies lots of Malabrigo rios mentions i know it's the thing right now for us for some reason because it's colder and yeah. it's a heavier white yarn yep. and it's our chance to use it's it the opportunity to use it yes and i cast on adama just a couple days ago and it's really going quickly again it's the worsted weight Malabrigo, so that helps i'm knitting it on some pretty chunky needles so that helps and th the chunky needles actually are kind of bothering my hands but more about that later so really enjoying all three knits right now, enjoying the fact that I have kind of a rotating list of projects that I can float back and forth on. None of them are very difficult, so I can set one down and pick up the other, and it's just a nice feeling to be knitting on what I want to knit on when I want to knit on it in yeah. colors that I like, right. and none of it is obligation <laughs> knitting. It's all just for me, so yeah. Loving the self-indulgent knit along. Self-indulgent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what have you finished? We've both finished a lot, I think, since the last I've episode. I've finished a few things. Not a lot. And most of them were were little projects because I did a lot of little projects over the holiday period and during our little self-imposed break. Main thing was five coffee cup cozies. Five of them? That I made oh, for look, gifts. how cute. <laughs> I'm looking at her projects page. I made, yeah, actually, no, six. Wow. I made six. There are six photos there. Thank you, Ravelry. I made one. What is it? It's the Koala Cup Cozy by Alexandra Davidoff. That one was one that I talked about. I stocked it couple episodes ago and it is a gray well it should be a, you can make any color really but I made mine gray and then you not duplicate stitch. duplicate stitch thank you very much you duplicate that stitch. was a universal signal yeah, for, for duplicate, duplicate stitch <laughs> we're using our hands a lot today <laughs> you duplicate stitch a little koala face on and then he has two tiny little pom-poms for ears on the edges 
He's adorable. Absolutely adorable. And I really should make one for myself because after I made it, I was just stunned by the cuteness. I, I mean, it was just so adorable. You should so absolutely adorable. make one for yourself. Think how happy it would make you every yeah, time every you time used I it. Every time I used it, exactly. And how long did it take? Not very long, probably. Not too long. The, yeah. The duplicate stitching is the only Putting thing. Putting it all took together yeah. took a little bit longer. The duplicate stitch and sewing on the pom-poms, but it was so worth it. And then one of them had buttons i put little heart buttons on another one and then the three others were different stitch patterns i or when four others were different stitch patterns one cabled one was moss stitch one was a checkerboard and one was i'm not sure what you call that sorry that was my skype making noise okay so the six coffee cup cozies I finished a pair of Rose City Rollers, which are shorty socks for my mom. Rose City Rollers is a very popular pattern currently on Ravelry with over 1,600 projects. And Gail has made a couple pairs of those. I think I've made three. Yeah, and the yeah. pattern, 1,600 projects, and the pattern was just released last May. So that's a lot of... A that was lot like a of wildfire virus roller. pattern. Yes. Yeah. Every once in a while, you know how those patterns, there are certain patterns that become viral. Well, that one, it's so easy. And even I'm not really a sock knitter so much yet, but that was so easy to make those. It didn't take very long. They were fun. Yeah. And they were easy. Exactly. Exactly. And mine were actually quite plain compared to some of the really colorful, wonderful players on Ravelry. I made mine out of it was a a pale kind of a lime lime green pale lime green color that i had in stash and i can see myself knitting more of those that was a really fun pattern well i have my little i have a little project bag that i have the needles yarn and pattern in and i have all my notes mm. on the pattern for my oh, number yeah. of stitches so yeah. i can just start a pair of those yeah. whenever i want yeah that's a good idea and then the last thing that i finished was my nakahi shawl which is a pattern by Francois Denoy. And that was a really fun knit, but I haven't had time or space to block it yet. So oh, I, I haven't had a it. chance to wear it, which I'm kind of bummed about because I finally used my Western Sky Knits sock yarn in the colorway Summer Sprinkle, which is a speckled yarn. And the pattern is written to show off speckled or variegated colorways. So even though the pattern mm, looks a little, I, I like I said, I haven't blocked it yet, so I'll have to see how it comes out if you can really see the stitch pattern, despite all the sprinkles in the pattern photo on the pattern page, you really can. So I'll go with that. <laughs> it looks, I, obviously I did because I, I went ahead and made it. So we'll see. But I just haven't had time or space. And right about the time that I finished it, a few days before Christmas is when I ended up hurting my back. So I'm not going to be crawling around on the floor to block. And I can't block on the table at holiday time. So... That just hasn't happened. Yep. <clears throat> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I just have a, I've just been piling up things to block. <laughs> I do the same thing. It's I have bad. a stack right by my computer of to be blocked and then to be photographed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because then yeah. inevitably we have some weather phenomenon that prevents right. me from making pictures. Right. And I haven't taken a lot of photos. I need to do photos too, but that's a constant. So, how about you? What have you finished? I finished all the things. <laughs> Literally all the things. I started 2016 with bare needles, except for I had cast on the Times Square at that point. Mm -hmm. But I finished Mike's sweater, the Longfellow pattern by Michelle Wang. I finished that in time for Christmas. He loves it, and it fits him perfectly. He wore it on Christmas Eve. And then he told me he couldn't wear it anymore until I had sewn on buttons. So the day after Christmas, we went button shopping, got him some buttons, and sewed them on. And he wears it pretty much every day. 
and he is very wool savvy. He understands all the work that went into it. He appreciates it. And he understands what can and cannot go into the washing machine. And so in his oh so funny attempt at humor last night, he was starting to make dinner and he said, can I wear this sweater when I make dinner? And I said, no, you may not. <laughs> and he said, oh, well, can I just put it in the washing machine if I spill something on it? And he knew the answer was no. I used a non-superwash wool for that sweater. So it, if it ever goes in the washing machine, I will weep. I will seriously <laughs> weep. <laughs> so, But it's super awesome. I'm really, really happy with how it turned out. And so is he. So yay for yay. getting that finished. And I did see him wearing it. Gail and I got together with our families the day after Christmas. And I can, I can attest to seeing him wear it. And he looked very happy. <laughs> yeah, he was happy. So that was one huge FO at the end of the year. And the other was my Learn to Knit a Log Cabin Blanket by Stacy Perry. Finished that baby too. And oh, it's so awesome. Oh my gosh. It is, oh, I didn't even measure it. I should have measured it to see how big it is. It's much bigger than I thought it was going to be because I knit 12 log cabin squares and it's knit in Madeline Tosh DK twist, which is a worsted weight. And it's big. It's really big. It's delightful. I can wrap myself completely up in it and sit on the couch or wherever I want and just be toasty, toasty warm. It's really, really pretty. Yay. And I've mentioned the pattern many times. I've knit it twice now. Mm -hmm. Fabulous pattern that comes with all sorts of instructions, including video tutorials on how to do all the different steps. And it's a free pattern. Cannot recommend it highly enough. And what a fantastic finished object for the end of the year. I've had it, I've used it every single day. So it's it goes from the end of the bed where it looks pretty during the day mm -hmm. to the couch with me in the evening when I'm cold. So it just goes back and forth and back and forth. And then I don't leave it on the couch for the dog to lay on top of it. I take it off the couch and put it on the table when I go to bed. So it's currently being uh, Lucy proofed. We'll see how long that lasts. And I also finished my sport weight toe up socks with gusset heel pattern by Wendy Johnson. And I used my white birch fiber arts self-striping yarn in the electric slide colorway and I crammed so Mike's sweater was done I think two days before Christmas so I was cramming on that sweater and mostly that hard work in the last few days was seaming and then mm -hmm. I knit and knit and knit on the blanket and seamed and then I cranked out that last sock and my hands ached for three days after wow. I think I finished the sock New Year's Eve night, like right before midnight or something. And I knit those socks on a very short circular needle. Oh, so yeah. my hands were so achy. I will not make that mistake again. <laughs> it was foolish. But I did the first one with a cir small circular needle, and I didn't yeah. want to do the second one in a different right. type of needle I in understand. case it messed up the gauge. Yeah. So, But the socks are fantastic. They come up to my knees. And I wanted them to be 80 style slouch socks. So, and they are, I can push them down and they just bunch up around my ankle and keep my ankle and feet really warm. And when I walked into Josie's room to kiss her goodnight last night, she said, oh my gosh, please don't ever wear those socks like that out in public. <laughs> I like them this way. And she just shook her head like, oh no, I cannot believe you would do this to me. <laughs> It's all about the teenagers and the shame, but awesome socks. Love, love, love the yarn and the colors and the FO, super fabulous. And one other thing I knit since our last episode, I knit a Fairy's Firelight, which is a pattern by Jen Sheelan, who was one of our listeners. And it is a lace cover for a mason jar. Mm -hmm. And in the pattern, you have the directions to knit one for a larger mason jar and a smaller mason jar. I want to say it's a quart and a pint, but that could be incorrect. I knit the bigger one for my mom. It's an awesome pattern. It comes out very, I mean, you can knit it up very quickly and it's really pretty. We put a candle inside of it and lit mm -hmm. it right after my mom opened it and turned out all the lights. It's really, really pretty. Mm. And my mom has a lot of outdoor garden area where she has friends come over, fire pit and little gazebo and stuff. And it's going to be perfect in her yard. So mm. hopefully I'll be knitting more of those for her 
over time to mm-hmm. enhance the yard collection. Mom, you didn't hear that. I knew you were listening. <laughs> <laughs> but super great pattern. That one's a $4 pattern, and you get the two different sizes in the same pattern. And I want to thank Terry Holiday because she was knitting one and shared a bunch of her pictures of it in our group yeah, and on Instagram, that. and that's what inspired me to knit it. So very good project. I recommend that for yes. yourself, for your yard and house, or as a gift. So lots of knitting I finished at the end of the year. I was I have squee written all over my projects right here on my notes. Squee, I finished this one. Squee. So enjoying having all that obligation knitting done. Yeah. Yay. It's a lot of knitting in 2016. It is. That blanket, I think I told Charlie. 2015. Was, that's what I meant. <laughs> this is 2016. The blanket was like 3,570 yards or something of that's yarn. So Insane. But super warm. You can snuggle up in that garter stitch delight and just be all super toasty warm. And the dog does try to sleep on me when I have the blanket on, of course. Although I'm here with my felted bag and Boo did not come and lay down on top of it today. You know, those rainy days, he zonks out. He's on the bed and he's fast asleep. It's so funny. I mean, it just... The minute rain comes down and you can't wake the cats up, they're just zonked out. <laughs> so funny. Kitty hibernation. Yeah. Really. So we have a knit-along going on. Yes, we talked about it briefly before the holidays, and we probably should have talked about it more, but it is not too late to join in. No, it not is, at all. It is our annual self-indulgent knit-along. And self-indulgent means anything that makes you happy. So it could be a project for yourself. It could be something you're knitting for someone else, but you love the yarn and or the pattern and or the recipient, and you just want to do something to make them happy. There, It basically means knit anything you want that makes you happy, which yes. is awesome. Or use any yarn that makes you happy. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a knit. It can be crochet. It can be weaving. It can be spinning. I know a lot of you are multi-craftual. So it can be anything you do with yarn or that fiber. Makes you happy. Exactly. <laughs> so that started on January 1st, and it goes through, oh, I didn't write down the date. I think it's March 20th. It's in, it's posted at the top of the chat group. Oh, and speaking of the chat group, please don't feel obligated to go read all those posts. I think the last <laughs> time I looked, there were at least 22 pages of posts in that thread in our Ravelry group, which is fantastic. I feel guilty because, let's see, New Year's Day was on a Friday. I took the day before off of work, and I pretty much didn't go near the computer unless I had to for those four days. So when I got back on the computer Sunday afternoon or Monday, there were about 200 posts in the self-indulgent knit-along thread. And I yes. thought, oh, my gosh, and I didn't post anything about what I'm, you know, what I cast on and have been knitting out the whole weekend. I have the same experience, and I haven't even written about my project yet but so know that around to it yeah we are knitting on our projects even though we haven't been posting as much i went from four days away from the computer to swamped with work so i haven't been as active in the group quite as much as normal but definitely we're getting lots of people donating prizes i will be adding to that prize list as the knit along continues and basically you get one fo entry in the thread that entry you can put as many projects into it as you want but please one entry per person in the fo thread which i will open this week and knit anything that makes you happy that's what we're doing the big old code (laughs) and all the pink things and all sorts of fun projects and what else is there fun to say about the self-indulgent knit along you have about three months to do it oh it ends on the solstice right right oh yeah i was going to mention that when you were trying to remember the date and i was thinking oh the solstice yeah the spring yes. solstice i think let me look it up so right that's now. approximately march 20th i'm going to look 21st. right now because i've said this incorrectly before and confused people speaking of solstice now that we have passed the winter solstice we are moving towards the light again Yay! i've even noticed that even though it's still getting dark very early and since it's been cloudy it seems very dark sunset is taking place a little bit later maybe it's only a minute or two but we are moving towards the light <laughs> and i called it a solstice it's the equinox oh okay sorry so 
Midnight Sunday, March 20th is when the knit along ends. So there's a lot of time. Please use the hashtag SIKAL2016 for anything on social any of the media. social media channels. And anything that you post with hashtag Yarniacs, we'll see that too. So yeah. I know Charlene and I both look at Instagram and look at that those hashtags to see what fun things pop up. Yeah, we do. And we also had Brenda Castile, who is a designer on Ravelry. She contacted us and she is offering 20% off of any pattern in her Ravelry store through March 1st with the code Yarniac, which is all capitals. And she's offering $5 off anything in her Etsy store, which um, there are links to both her Ravelry store and Etsy store in the self-indulgent KAL thread in our group. But the code for the Etsy store is GOODSTUFF5, all uppercase. So thank you very much, Brenda. She also is going to give away three patterns as prizes. So Yay. very cool. And another one of our listeners, Barb, whose username is Blue Canary. And her store is Spencer Hill Yarn. She's also going to donate a skein of yarn. So she just contacted us a couple days ago. And she has been such a fun, fresh poster on our group. She's very funny. Barb, you're very funny. So you're, <laughs> your, your posts always crack me up. They're like the, the out of left field. We were talking about books, and she said something about how she's reading Catch-22 and, you know, oh, not really the, the vibe of the group or something. But I was like, no, that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, we're all reading different kind of books. I know. I love that. Yep. So I think okay. that's it. This is going to be a shorter episode this time. Well, I did want to mention that Gail and I will be at Stitches West this year. Stitches West is in Santa Clara, California, happening in February the 18th through the 21st. Gail and I will be in the Western Sky Knits booth on Thursday, helping to set up, and we'll be a couple of other places, which we'll let you know later. And at other times, we'll just be wandering around the show floor, shopping for yummy yarns like the rest of you. And <laughs> if you see us, please come up and say, hello, we don't bite, we're shy too. Yeah, very so. shy. <laughs> very shy. <laughs> so don't be afraid. And we will be having a informal, very informal get together in the bar area of the convention hall slash hotel. The hotel that's the connected to it is the Hyatt. Thank you very much. And there is a bar area there. And we've been in different places in different years, but the whole bar area is pretty much taken over by knitters. So come on in there and you'll see us. That will be on Saturday afternoon from approximately two to five, maybe one to five. It just kind of depends. There's some other podcasters, including the two knit chicks who will be there. And sometimes we kind of we overlap our times and we're all just hanging out. Yeah, we basically try to take over as large a section of the bar area as we can and as many people who come to hang out and knit, the better. Right. And show off all the things you bought. Yes, yes. And, you know. yes. and again, very, very informal. We just move chairs, sit in circles, knit, Some of us sit drink, on the floor. Some sit on the floor. Yeah, yeah. that's we, how casual it is. Yes. Kick off your shoes, just relax. Yeah. It's super fun. And I was also, let's see, knit along. Oh, our next episode is our podcast anniversary. Oh, wow. And we may have some fun announcements. <laughs> We're working on some fun announcements. So if we can get everything organized by then. We will have some fun yeah. announcements to make. Yeah. So we're super excited about that. Yeah. So shorter episode today, anniversary episode next time, and happy, happy, happy 2016. And one last thing, as we enter the new year, Gail and I have a request. If you are so inclined to purchase anything from Craftsy or Amazon, please look at our blog and just click through the links on our blog. You're not required to buy anything. You're not required to donate anything extra. What it does is it donates a few pennies from your purchase that you have already decided to make, including anything on Amazon. A few pennies comes to our podcast. We would appreciate that greatly. Yeah. And our blog is yarniacs.com. 
super easy to find. Pretty easy to remember. Yep. And all those <laughs> those associate or affiliate links are right on the left-hand side. Easy to find. Right-hand side. Right-hand side. <laughs> I knew when I said that that I was wrong. <laughs> and okay. with that, we wish you a happy and healthy and prosperous and yarny 2016. Happy knitting. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley. 